behind Kashmir crackdown lies a massive data gathering exercise. The Narendra Modi government's announcement of scrapping of Jammu and Kashmir's special status was preceded by a massive exercise of data gathering in the valley. The exercise also appears to be influencing the government's crackdown on various sections in Kashmir, especially the large-scale preventive detentions that have taken place since 4th of August. Several fragments of this data gathering exercise can be pieced together based on conversations with Kashmiri civilians and security personnel. The exercise of mapping seems to have included gathering information on different elements like mosques, political workers and leaders, personal security officers, journalists, activists, businessmen and boys involved in protests in the past. Mosques. One exercise which took place barely a week before the government's announcement on 5th August is a survey of mosques. On 28th July, an order was issued by the police control room Srinagar instructing all the zonal SPs of the district to provide details of mosques and their managements for, uh, in their area for onward submission to higher authorities. The notice went viral on social media and created panic in the public that it is a precursor to something big. The police dismissed the public's concerns and claimed that this was just a routine exercise. But the fact that only one day was given for the zonal police to complete this exercise indicated a sense of urgency behind it. Political leaders and workers The information in this regard was gathered over months leading up to the government's decision to scrap Kashmir's special status. As the government had last year launched a crackdown on Jamaat-e-Islami, the most influential political organization in the valley, the focus of the latest exercise was on pro-India political parties like the National Conference and the PDP. NC leaders and functionaries with a strong local base were identified and this is reflected in the leaders who have been placed under preventive detention since 4th of August. The detention of former Chief Ministers Mehrba Mufti and Omar Abdullah is well known but what isn't examined enough is the crackdown on several leaders of the NC, PDP smaller Kashmiri parties and even some Jammu-based functionaries of the Panthers party and the Congress. The government may have identified these leaders and functionaries as potential sources of resistance to its decision. A case in point in this respect is Vetun NC leader and Khanyar MLA Ali Muhammad Sagar who is said to have been picked up and sent to a jail outside of Jammu and Kashmir. Despite representing a separatist stronghold in downtown Srinagar, Sagar has a captive support base among poorer constituents in his seat and has been undefeated in, since elections were resumed in Jammu and Kashmir in 1996. Earlier this year, Sagar hailed slain Hezbollah Mujahideen commander Burhan Wani as a martyr. There was a sense in the administration that the MLA could mobilize both mainstream as well as separatist sections against the government and therefore he was among the top of the list of political leaders in the crackdown. Security Personnel in the past few months, the government also took stock of the personal security officers assigned to various politicians, bureaucrats and other important individuals. The number of PSOs was drastically reduced by the government over a number of phases. In October last year, the government removed the special police officers from the personal security duty of protected persons. This was after Adil Bashir, an SPO decamped with seven rifles and a pistol. He was a PSO with PDP MLA from Wachi in South Kashmir, Ajaz Ahmed Mir. In two separate decisions in February and April this year, close to 3,000 PSOs were withdrawn by the government. 
the idea was to consolidate the control over armed personnel in jammu and kashmir and prevent possibilities of rebellion the government has been apprehensive that the decision to abrogate kashmir special status could spark a rebellion by sections within the jammu and kashmir police even on the day union minister amit shah presented the government's decision in the rajya sabha he was photographed with a page listing several action points one of which was preparing for the violent disobedience by uniformed personnel clearly hinting at the jammu and kashmir police since then there have been unconfirmed reports of some police personnel being disarmed in parts of kashmir according to a report in the caravan and i quote the kashmir police at the lower and middle rank especially are angry at the insult of being disarmed by the government quote close journalists activists and businesses Several hundred people are said to have been questioned in the intervening period between the Pulwama attack on 14 February this year and the government's decision to effectively abrogate Article 370 on 5 August. Besides the police, the agencies involved include the National Investigation Agency, Enforcement Directorate, and the Income Tax Department. In some cases, the inquiries were of a nature that hasn't been seen in the valley before. Several activists in Srinagar said. that security personnel came to their homes and offices and noted down gps coordinates besides asking questions the tracking of journalists reporting the, from the valley is also said to have increased urdu publications and the largest english daily greater kashmir was a particular point of focus fayaz khallu the owner of greater kashmir and its sister concern kashmir uzma was questioned by the nia for 6 days in july earlier this week irfan amin A Tharal-based reporter with Greater Kashmir is said to have been detained by security forces. Stone pelters and protesters. In the last one year, the security forces are also said to have prepared a police station area-wide list of young men and boys who have taken part in protests and stone pelting in the past. In the first week of August, Lieutenant General K J Dhillon, the commander of the 15th Corps. said that according to in-house analysis by the security forces 83% of the boys who picked up the gun in the past 18 months had a history of stone pelting in the last 10 days several young boys many of the minors are said to have been picked up by security forces the big picture these are only parts of what seems to have been a much more complex exercise by the government what is clear is that the larger aim of the government has been to map out kashmiri society into different units and identify points of possible resistance referring specifically to srinagar a report in the caravan said and i quote the city had been parceled out into small manageable blocks cordoned off from all sides the strategy was devised by either an american consultancy or an israeli army contractors according to the security analyst community grapevine a huge team of officials from the national technical research organization who was stationed at srinagar's gupkar road and church lane had set up a massive surveillance network including drones quote close the report quotes a university professor as having said and i quote we have never seen anything like this it has been smart and sophisticated they have remapped the srinagar road map for its residents in what seemed like a psychological drill quote close the big picture here is that the government seems to be viewing kashmir kashmiris as a population that needs to be mapped out into manageable units and then controlled this is a thinking behind the massive crackdown in the valley the blocking of the means of communication 
detention of political leaders, the curbs on the media, and large-scale surveillance. The area-wise phasing out of the restrictions is also likely to be informed by the data gathered by the government.